Seven minutes after 8 o'clock, final hour of the Dave Ellswick Show for a Friday. It has gone very, very quickly today. We start off with Jeff Kinley, the author of a new book called Interview with the Antichrist. In last hour, we came back with Congressman French Hill talking to us about his trip down to the southern border uh, in uh, Arizona, down to by Nogales. And I know a lot about that because I've been down there myself and uh, and how bad the uh, the bad guys are on the other side uh, of the border and killing police off. They have big, big billboards. When I was down there, it said, Policia, join us or die. Uh, that's kind of a pretty strong message that you might not want to cross the cartels. But anyway, uh, he told us about that. Uh, Robert and I have been talking about some other things, and we got talking about uh, – or I start talking about getting into the 21st century when it comes to the voting booth. And uh, Robert's not a, a Luddite, neither am I. I like, uh, I like uh, you know, technology. Now, if you'd asked me that when my show started today, you probably got a different answer since my studio's not working today. But the bottom line is I'm big on that. And uh, Evelyn Gomez, who's the chairman of the election commission, I think that's the right terminology, uh, for Pulaski County, has been trying to drag uh, Judge Barry Hyde by his tongue into the 21st century, and and he's tried to kind of block her her way. Uh, every time she turns to the left, he gets in front of her. She turns to the right, he gets in front of her. Uh, Evelyn, real quickly, talk to my listeners a little bit about this electronic. Uh, I don't know what the what the poll books. Yeah, the poll book. Yeah, that, that you know, yeah. you go up to 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 check in, and they're going through all these pages of paper. When in fact, we could you know get that all electronically and have it like that. So we actually are getting poll books. That is the only money that um, Barry Hyde allowed for was um, he gave us. Um, he well, he did give us. He um, purchased um, on his own. But it did take our recommendation for the poll books that we needed. So in November, we should have the electronic poll books up and running. And the what we were going to see in March with on Election Day, we're going to have those paper printed out books should be the last um, Oh, big general election that you're going to um, see those in. All right. Hopefully. This is good news. So we, this is good first step. It's a really good first step. However, I do want to talk to you about another issue that has happened um, right now. House District 34. Okay. A lot, a lot of historic things. So as um, everyone I'm sure knows, um, John Walker passed away. Yes. And so that, and so we had a governor's proclamation, and there was a special election um, to fill the vacancy because, unfortunately, we had um, um, Walker's passing. Well, there was perhaps no. I'm 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 not the governor. I don't work for the governor, but I suspect that 
some of the time frames that were given in the proclamation from the governor were set when they were so there would be somebody to represent house district 34 by the time the um, fiscal session began which is going to start pretty pretty soon so um not ideal we have the special election going on pretty much simultaneously with um the early voting um and our okay so so the whole whole primary thing and this election for this has gotten all kind of jumbled up in people's minds it has. There's been so we have. Two, if you're in live, live in House District 34, there's actually two elections on election day. There's the preferential pr- primary nonpartisan judicial races, and then there's also the runoff for the special um, House District 34 race. So, if you vote on election day uh, in House District 34, you're getting two, and you, you live in District 34, you're getting two ballots. Okay. So there's right. two different races. There's there's if it's easier to think of it, the Walker race and then your primary. Yeah. Right. And everybody needs it's, to remember yeah. that when they vote for the judges during the primary, that is the general election for the that judges. Is. You have the preferential um primary as well as the nonpartisan judicial races. Yeah. So, I mean it, it's really confusing this year. What is, it is. what does preferential mean? It's a primary. What's the word preferential um, mean? Um, Democrat primary, Republican primary. Okay. That's a better way to you say can vote. it. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's the. All right. So the, the, you tell, you tell us, Evelyn, where, where are we in this ongoing saga between you and Judge Hyde? Are things getting better? Oh, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. So. <laughs> There is a quorum court meeting on Tuesday, I'm fairly certain, and it would be great if everyone who thinks that we should get rid of this this paper ballots and the poll and all those things, all those issues that we have on election day, and you want the election commission to have enough money to have the ease that early voting gives us, mm-hmm. if we had that that same we need more money to get more, and more machines and get the technology for it if everyone likes the ease of early voting and you'd like to see that on election day you got to let Barry Hyde know that you got to let Corn Court know that because right now we don't have the funds to make that happen we in fact have paper ballots on election day and that caused a problem that we have come across in the house district 34 so as we know there was a runoff correct I'm, I'm sure your informed listeners have um Seen in the news, so we had um, multiple Democrats ran, and then there was a runoff between the um, the, the candidates. And so, um, the, of the two candidates, we had in the runoff there was a dead even split. You're kidding me. Dead even. He. We're so we are waiting on Yuakaba, um, the overseas and military voters. They have until Friday is their deadline to get that their ballots back. So you're waiting received. for the you're waiting for the absentee ballots then. We are. It's going to come to it's, it. It may come down to that. And as the last I heard, we have received one overseas Uakava, um overseas military um, vote ballot back. <laughs> there are possibility of having four more. But let me tell you about the problems. Okay. Um, this is there's a couple things. There's some voter fraud that happened. There we we have reports. 
that no. a provisional Ar- ballot voter fraud. Cast. Wait a second. Voter fraud in Arkansas? You're kidding me. Yeah, it happens all the time. So <laughs> um, tonight, the Election Commission is going to have a regular meeting. And one of the things that we were planning to discuss is to talk about this issue. And we we're in the process of getting that all turned over to Larry Jugley for prosecution. Wow. Um, so we hope. This is getting as a, interesting. As a concerned citizen, I personally hope that our prosecutor will um, take this illegal action seriously and hold those responsible for the bad actions of these bad actors involved. Well, I'll call now, I'll call Larry up and see if he won't come on the air. He and I have had no problems in the past. I'm sure he'll come on and talk nope. about this. Listen, I'm happy you've got a prosecutor that, you know, especially if he wants to prosecute things, that's great. And I know he's got a full plate, um, but this is this is a serious thing. And, and like I said, well, yeah. the commission is in the process of getting that to him and getting all the information his office will need um, to investigate and hopefully successfully prosecute any anyone's involved in that. So somebody had taken a ballot that was supposed to be um, put in a provisional envelope, and it turns out later that that person actually did not live in House District 34. And this is the information I was told. Um, some, if it's if it's not perfectly accurate, I just forgive me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this is from, from what I was told. That person did not live in House District 34, and there – from my understanding, from talking to a couple of different people, it was two folks. One person basically they spoiled a ballot, and mm-hmm. by law, there's some procedures that go through with the spoiled ballot, then they get to have a new ballot. And while one person was that was happening, um, the other person went around the poll workers and fed the ballot into the machine. Wow! So there was one vote that once it's in the machine. We we can't pull that back. We can't pull that out. We I don't, gotcha. Your name isn't on it. There's no there's no way we have a secret ballot. There's no way we can figure out mm-hmm. what, you know at that moment. Um, we immediately on our with the commission as when we found out about it, we immediately took um, action as so we would we changed our provisional ballot procedures um, so that wouldn't happen. So they would be apparently weren't being marked. They had, um, I think, pre- maybe previously, years prior, um, not certain, and, and at least other counties, provisional ballots have a, a colored marking or some type of um, demarcation on it. Ours, unfortunately, um, did not in this instance. We, as a commission, said we need to do something about that um, to help things in the future. However, we can't go back and fix what just happened. So right. there was at least one illegal vote that was in that in this dead heat And that's tie important. That yeah, it's important. It's it was super a dead important. heat. Yeah. So um, somebody won, but because of somebody cheating, we've got a tie. Correct. All right. Evelyn, if you'll, if you'll hold on, we're going to come back because I got a couple more questions. I think Robert had a question, your former teacher. And uh, that's right. are, you, are you ready to stand up in class again? He's going to, he's going to challenge you. All right. Well, we're going to come back and talk further with uh, Evelyn Gomez, who is the chairman of the election Pulaski County Election Committee and uh, talk to her further about elections here in Pulaski County. Let's get back and and talk further with Evelyn Gomez. She is the uh, chairperson of the Pulaski County Election Committee. We've been talking about getting the Pulaski County uh, electoral system set up into the 21st century. And let's talk about getting away from paper ballots, Evelyn. We'd like to get the the new uh, 
computer uh, setups where you just walk up in this touch, you know, touch screen and the whole nine yards mm-hmm. and then you get your receipt showing your ballot and whatnot. Uh, has the money from the Secretary of State's office uh, been allocated for Pulaski County? Yes, it's been allocated. Um, and indeed, without a final consult to the Election Commission, Barry Hyde, uh, my understanding, has signed a contract. Um, and what he decided we needed on his own was um, we needed just um, – he took the, the money from the Secretary of State, which only paid for about half of right. the need. Um, so took all, all the money that paid for about half, which would basically almost replace um, the outdated machines we have now. Mm-hmm. We would still have to have paper ballots on Election Day because the Quorum Court hasn't changed an ordinance. And we um, don't, quite frankly, don't have the machinery to um, get that process in place because uh, we weren't given any money for that. We weren't allocated any money to purchase that. And Barry Hyde, as the one who made that sign the contract, did not um, – allocate any additional money he did however um the 300 that was about three hundred thousand dollars um for the electronic pull book so that that was actually purchased so that's good and you know i I guess we're happy to get what we can get however we're still gonna have paper ballots on election day so this issue that happened in house district 34 the person fed the, the ballot into the machine that's something that could happen again okay we now we took some we're taking some safeguards to um, mark those provisional ballots so we can, if if needs be, they can um, be pulled out of the machine and the, the, the legal ballot um, votes cast that can be counted. However, um, you know, Mr. Hyde has told me to my face that the voters want to have paper ballots. And that is completely opposite of everything I have heard from every single voter I've talked to. Well, this is the okay. thing in politics. Um, you find these politicos just make f- false statements. Out of whole cloth. Out of whole cloth. Oh, well, this is what I'm hearing. In the voices in your head? Is that who's talking to you? The various voices yeah, I'm not, I'm in your not head? Sure. I'm, I'm not sure whose who's advice uh, Mr. Yeah. is taking. Is your dog talking uh, it's to you? It's not the advice of the election commission. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So the other issue that we had, we had a recount because it was a tied race, and that's, you know it's kind of historic. So we had a recount, and we, on Wednesday night... On precinct 75, there were 75 sub ballot stubs, paper stubs. There were seven, or excuse me, there were 37 ballot stubs. There were 37 votes recorded. There were 36 actual ballots Uh-oh. sealed in the in the little collection box that they get put in. That's not good. Now, no, no, it wasn't. And in fact, I think my hives that I broke out in are finally going down. <laughs> um, no, it was. It was not good. We were, we were we were very much concerned about that. Well, yeah, that's not okay to lose a ballot, especially at a tied race. I think that's even more. Um, now, I will say about um, Davis w- was the candidate who um, there w- the ballot was it was mislaid. It was not it was not lost. Um, it, was actually, it. it was actually mis- okay. it was mislaid and and sealed it and we found it. It was in a, it was in an, an incorrect at the polling location the. Apparently, the poll workers, when they were um, sealing up they have, um, the ballots that were cast and they have the unused paper ballots, it inadvertently um, was mislaid with the unused ballots. Wow. 
There were six witnesses when the seal was broken. They found it. It matched. It was from Precinct 75. It was about Good work. Months. I'll give you a good. Had, you get you guys get a gold star for good work. All right, you really do. So where um, where do we sit right now, Evelyn? What what do my listeners that are here in Pulaski County need to do to get the judge uh, Barry Hyde off of his duff and uh, get you guys up to the twenty first century? Um, Just call him. Come to the quorum court meetings. Call them in a day. I would flood his email and office and your all your JPs and come to the quorum court meeting and let them know we demand to not be second-class citizens. We demand to be in the 21st century. We don't want to have all the pitfalls and issues that paper ballots give us. We want to have the machines to have secure, safe, honest, fair, reliable elections. We want, we don't want to have, we don't want anyone to have problems going to polls. We want to be able to have the option of vote centers voting anywhere. That's the quorum court makes that call. They're the ones that have to to make that choice. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could just vote anywhere? You know, people talk about disenfranchisement and some issues with that and, um, and with, you know, voters, minority groups and, and anyone. What if you had easier access to the polling locations? Yeah. What if you had greater access and let's say you're a working person and you work in downtown, but you don't live in downtown and it's hard for you to get to your precinct at the end of the day, but before polls close. Yeah. And you're going to, well, and you're going to, you're going to pass eight polling places on your way home. Wouldn't correct. it be nice just to be able to stop at one of them and cast your ballot? Because you're a hardworking American and you want to exercise your right to vote. Mm-hmm. And right now the very high in the quorum court, because of decisions um, that have not been made or some decisions that have been made, they're standing in that way. That hardworking American being able to exercise their right to vote. If in the, in the event, in this example I gave you, where somebody who, because of work conflicts, because of transportation, because of whatever, maybe can't get to their actual designated um, polling site on, on election day. I'm with you. Just, All Listen, we need about 1.4, 1.5 million to get up to where we need to be. That sounds like that's a lot out of my personal budget for my for for the Gomez household. That's a lot of money, but for the county, that's not. And they have it. All right, we Evelyn, just, I, I I've run out of time. Thank you for joining us and thanks, bringing Evelyn. bringing bringing us up to date. We appreciate you here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick show. So, Evelyn Gomez, right, I got you, Dave. Sure thing, chairperson from the uh, head of the Pulaski County Election Committee. We got news coming up here in, or not news, we got Sean Hannity coming up here in 60 seconds. And uh, we want to find out what he has for us. I'm sure it'll be something about national politics. So we'll see what he has to tell us. And then when we come back, uh, Robert and I still have a half hour. I want him to bring us up to date on his Chris Corbett lawsuit against Judge Bear Hyde. And the sheriff. Who was just on, uh, we just talking about. And I'll call uh, Larry Jegley, uh, and we'll try to get him on next week, if possible, to talk about somebody casting a false ballot. That's something that cannot be allowed to stand. And I hope whatever uh, they do, that they, they make sure that that person is punished because our electoral system depends on making sure that 
when you go to the polls to vote, you know your vote is counting and that somebody else is not casting a, a ballot that will cancel you out illegally. Right now, though, here's Sean. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 